I was driving today and uh, I look out my right side passenger side window and I saw a woman sitting on, it was like, it wasn't a bench. It was like, you know, like the, the structures that are elevated off the ground in front of a nice building and sometimes people sit on them and she was sitting on it and she was staring up into the sky. And uh, there was no noise coming out of her mouth. I had stopped there. It was a red light I was at, and I was just looking at the woman. Um, she was homeless, and she was staring up to the sky, and she was, uh, like, mouthing words. Now, to anybody that was looking at this woman, you would think this bitch is batshit crazy. There's just the immediate initial response that you have looking at a woman who's just staring blankly toward the sky, mouthing words, no noises coming out. She's But then I thought about it. I was like, people do that in their head. (laughs) Very normal people. Very normal put together people who are in managerial positions, who own businesses, who own property, who make big decisions. They do that. They do these things. What are human beings? It's a very interesting thing. It's a very interesting thing. Everybody's crazy, man. It's not true, right? There's people who are sane, and then there are people who are crazy. Uh, uh, I don't think that's fucking true. I think if you take somebody who's sane today, and you put them in the, in the right time, they'd be a crazy son of a bitch. And you take a person from the past who was a lunatic. You remember they were burning people at the fucking stake? Human beings did that. Human beings in America were burning people. From suspicion of them committing witchcraft. They were taking people and abducting them because of rumors and hanging them on wooden planks and setting them on fire. <laughs> you don't think there's a lot of fucking people nowadays that practice witchcraft that would that would be getting they would be getting called crazy. And it's like the wave now. Everybody's fucking aligning their chakras and I even see that I was at, you know, when I when I parked my car and I went for a little walk, I uh, I saw somebody was actually like starting a witchcraft business. There was a table <laughs> with a nice cloth over the table. It was really it was like invested. They invested into this shit, and they were like you know wearing real gothic looking clothing, black nail polish, black lipstick, and they just had like curled up pieces of foil and tin. It was the you know wires that were just like contorted all over the and the the whole vibe was like witchcrafty. And they were just selling that shit. And then somebody was buying it. Somebody was buying it. It was an old Asian man that started buying that shit. (sighs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I think people... I don't think people think I'm strange. I think people see my individuality. And they're like, this guy's different. Anybody knows me. Anybody's been around me. They know Matt is a little bit different. One of the defining characteristics of mine is that... The lady who's selling, I don't know, those witchcraft instruments. I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't know what she's doing in public. But she's, she has conviction. I said it before. Where's the conviction? She has the conviction. Maybe give it to somebody else. She has the conviction. And somebody's buying it. I'm not appalled at the person selling it. I'm not appalled at the person buying it. It's just that nobody is like... You know what I mean? The the level of shock I have, the level of, of appalled I am, 
I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Maybe it's just me, man. Um, maybe you never grow out of some things. And maybe it's not something to grow out of, you know? Society tries to tell people who they should be. And guidance is important, right? You see a stop sign. You should obey that. Not just because you might get in trouble. Because the cops might be around. You might. It's there for a fucking reason. It's because people are stupid. And they'll drive past that. And if there was no red octagon, then people would murder each other on a consistent basis. So they had to put a sign that says, stop and look, because you're fucking stupid. And it's important. It's important. I don't disagree with that. I'm, I'm not opposed to, to a stop sign. I think it's, but it's a guideline. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not a commandment. <laughs> It's not a fucking... You don't have to obey. Society's full of, like, uh, rules. People try to tell you. You know, it's like, eh. It's just guidelines, man. They're important, man. I, I always... I, I, I said it before. I'll say it a motherfucking again. I believe when you're proven right, when you happen to be right, you can call it luck. You can say it's preparation. You can say right time, right place. You can call it nepotism. You can call it racism. Whatever the fuck you, where you, wherever you're at, wherever you're fucking at in life, and you think this person is successful for that reason, even though you have no fucking idea why, right? People try to categorize it, broadly categorize success and be like, oh, it's because, but when you're right, you look like a genius. And when you get it wrong, you look like a fucking moron. And not even when you're right. You, I just use that that analogy of like placing people who are just being trendy in 2023 in Salem in whatever fucking years that they were burning human flesh off of rumors. People did that. People did it. Same thing applies, you know? Same fucking mindset. It's like there's people now that will be considered crazy. And you put them in a different time and they it would be they would just be agreeing with a certain consensus at that time and place. Like there's people, like right now it's very easy to call like a conservative Christian who's like anti-government and you know, like real super Christian, super Christian, cash the spirit, holy ghost, halabalabalada. That person in like the past was just a normal American. And now they're crazy. Now they're crazy. And the mainstream is promoting soft pornography. You know what I'm saying? And that would have been crazy back. You know, it's just, there is no such thing as crazy, ladies and gentlemen, or we're just all crazy. We're just all crazy. We don't do this to animals. We don't look at the animal kingdom and assign such harsh judgments. We're very observational, observational, we're very observational with animals. And we don't apply that same observation to humans everything comes with a judgment and i'm i'm the fucking worst i'm the worst i'm the worst but i'm just i'm noticing like we all do that why uh, <laughs> if you were tuning in for a good one ladies and gentlemen it's gonna be a long one i don't know i don't know if it's gonna be good i just feel like sitting here today and not having a lot to say but still talking does that make sense it's just what I feel like, right? I don't want to get into philosophy today. I don't want to talk about God. I don't want to fucking talk about the meaning of anything. 
you know what it, I, I I noticed? Like I have not a lot to speak about right now because <laughs> my day was pretty okay. <laughs> my day was pretty okay. Like I was nice drive. Go to you know outside. It's sun shining. I get a little free time to myself. I'm observing a homeless woman praying to her deity and understanding that everybody does that in some form or fashion. So we're all fucking insane. We all look up to the sky and go, oh, blah, 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 blah. Some, in some way, we all do it. We all fucking do it. The atheists do this. The atheists do it. They just think they're God or they think some other guy that they admire is God. They do the same thing. We all worship. It's a universal fucking thing. And I had the freedom to be able to go do that. And I also went and took a nice walk and the weather was beautiful and it was just, it was good. And then it leaves you silent, you know? I'm like, ah, ah, pressure's great. <laughs> Pressure is great, it creates genius, I get it. That's wild though. I think that's in the Bible. I don't fucking remember. I think it's, it said something to the effect of... Uh, you know, what was, I don't think this is in the Bible. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm just going to blaspheme the shit out of the fucking Bible. I think somebody said this shit and my brain is just, you know, in silent mode right now. Um, <laughs> somebody says something to the effect like, what is heaven for a child is hell for an adult. And that is true. It is fucking true. Like when you're a kid, it's heaven to do nothing, to have no responsibility, to just have unbounded freedom, to be told what to do, when to eat, when to go to sleep. That's fucking heaven. And when you're an adult, that is literal hell. That is, it sounds like prison, ladies and gentlemen. It's fucking horrible. You don't want it. And I get like even a day of that. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's amazing though. It's amazing. It's all by function. The more and more I fucking think about it, I said I was not going to philosophize, but I might start philosophizing, ladies and gentlemen. Strap up. Don't strap up. That sounds crazy. Um, Strap in. Hey, yo. All right. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say, and I don't care. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Um, you know when somebody goes online and they make it like a point to say like in a post or they repost something that they think is expressing their mind or, you know, and, you know, young people do this a lot. They said they try to portray an image of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm acting it right now. <laughs> this is the action of I don't give a fuck. Um not that I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck. But I just don't, like, you know, I don't care what people fucking think of me. I don't care. I don't care. And I know how this sounds right now. And you're going to sit through it. You're going to sit through it, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to sit through it with me. I'm not going to fucking look for inspiration. We're going to sit and it's going to be mundane and boring because that's a part of life. If this podcast that I've crafted has shown you anything. It is the versatility. It is the range of, of, 
individual qualities in this human experience. Sometimes it's sad, sometimes it's happy, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's thoughtful, sometimes it's introspective, sometimes it's silly, sometimes it's lackadaisical. Today, it's going to be mundane and boring, right? How can you make boring interesting? You see my fucking brain? Um, What is boredom? Boredom is is yet another function of whatever's more intelligent than us that has designed us, or if you want to believe that we come from the primordial soup, or that, you know, it's just rolling the dice, whoever puts a dick in another person, and then a baby gets shot out, that person's alive, and if they had put their dick, it's like a, a butterfly effect, but with cocks, and <laughs> that creates what's going on, it's just... You know, all random. Regardless, there's something that's more intelligent than us. If it's evolution, if it's God, if it's, you know, a a pool of vomit and bacteria that came out of that and grew into man. I don't know. But it knows to, like, create these states of minds that humans exist in. And one of the most incredibly profound ones to me is boredom. Boredom. You know? Being bored. That's not, it's it's purgatory. That's not hell. It's not heaven. It's just like you're in an elevator and it got stuck. You know, it's like, ah, ah. Um, which wouldn't scare me, man. I got I got very particular fears. That's not a scare. Getting in an elevator and it, it gets stuck, that doesn't scare me. You know, eventually you, just, it, it, you get up. But um, let's look up the definition of boredom. Bore, boredom, boredom, boredom busters. Hey, yo. Border busters for adults? What the? All right, come on. Um, I know what a border buster is, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't go, I ain't go log on right there. You know, we're doing the podcast. I ain't gonna start stroking it. You know what I mean? Um, boredom, a state of feeling bored. That is one of the main things they tell you not to do when you're defining a word is to use the same word or a version of that word in the dictionary. Not enjoying this, Oxford. Boredom, the boredom of afternoon duty. Could be relieved by friendly conversation. Hmm. The boredom of af. Oh my God! The universe. Uh, the boredom of afternoon duty could be relieved by friendly conversation. Similar words. I think these are going to be more defining because a state of feeling bored. You just said bored again. Similar words. Weariness. Weariness, and I don't know what this other word is. Inu, inui, a feeling of listlessness. And dissatisfaction arising from a lack of occupation or excitement. Hmm. Weariness, extreme tiredness, or fatigue. See, both of these things are not boredom, but you get the, the vibe of what boredom is. Right? What is the main cause of boredom? Boredom can manifest when you're unable to focus your attention. This can be because you are consumed by multiple stressors in your surroundings. If you're stressed out, about something else and your present situation is overstimulating, you may feel bored. You went to sleep. What are the five stages of boredom? This is just fucking, it's getting deep. Calibrating boredom. Calibrating boredom is an unpleasant feeling of wanting to do something different, but not knowing what. <laughs> Searching boredom. Uh, reactant boredom. Indifferent boredom. Apathetic boredom. I want to know. I want to look up apathetic boredom. <laughs> 
apathetic boredom. All right, the most recently discovered form of boredom, apathetic boredom, can feel like helplessness and has the potential to contribute to depression. We're not going to get that dramatic, folks. Feelings of unhappiness are present, but you may have little drive to do anything about it. Remember, they just said boredom busters. I'm not willing to break out the beef and start busting out the boredom, right? I don't want to do that. So I don't have the will leading to a vicious cycle of chronic apathy. Let's define apathy. Hmm. Lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Widespread apathy among students. Indifferent. Is that what this is, ladies and gentlemen? Did old Maddie just tap out? Does he not care about the podcast anymore? What do you think? What do you think? I think everything passes. Let's get motivational. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get this this turn. Let's turn this around. Let's take that boredom and turn it into excitement. Is that possible? Is it possible that the beginning of this podcast started with litlessness and inui and boredom? And we can just change that around to something to look forward to. And something that's exciting. Of course we fucking can. Anything's possible. Anything's possible in 2023. Am I saying because human beings are uh, connected to the divine that Christ has come back to save us all? No, we have iPhones. And I could just fucking Google something. Aha. 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 Look at this. Let's Google something. My Lakers. Oh my God, my Lakers. Um... All right, Wolfgang Van Halen teases name change to Wolfgang Led Zeppelin following the accusations he's trading on the Van Halen. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Uh, Bill Gates says the AI revolution means everyone will have their own white collar personal assistant. Let's check that bullshit out. <laughs> Many writers, translators, and customer service workers are worried about the rapid advancements in artificial intelligence. I'm excited. We we on ten. And the threat to their jobs. You hear what they're fucking trying to say, ladies and gentlemen? If you work at McDonald's or Whole Foods or if you're a customer service rep, you will all be engulfed by the ever-growing, not unsatisfied flame of artificial intelligence. Understand, it is upon us. But while AI will bring some changes to the workplace, the reality may not be as drastic. According to Microsoft co-founder and AI optimist, Bill Gates, a.k.a. RMNA technology, spike protein, that fucking guy. There are many jobs where these capabilities are not used much. Gates wrote in a blog post Tuesday about AI before adding the ability of chatbots like open AIs, chat GBT to express ideas. This will increasingly be like having a white collar worker available to you and all at no charge. Microsoft and Google have both rolled out artificial intelligence imbued products, including their respective chat box, Bing and Bard. And this month, both companies moved to integrate AI with their work apps. I love the pitch. I love the pitch, Bill. Um, but 
humans will be humans and the 1% will actually have the technology that is worth having and everybody will have sentient AI that will enslave them. Everybody else, the 99% of the population will just have artificial intelligence that will run their lives. It won't be a white collar worker. It'll be a white whip on the motherfucking back cracking them. That's what's going to fucking happen. Microsoft referred to its new feature as co-pilot. While Google said its goal to build a new generation of digital assistants and while AI in the workplace will likely get smarter, Gates said it may not ever become much more than a co-pilot. Ouch. I'm not AI, uh, but that hurt. Gates, who stepped down as Microsoft CEO in 2000, but continues to consult for the company titled Microsoft's co-pilot features and how they will enhance workplaces by helping the email writing and managing email inboxes. Eventually, AI's abilities... So it's just going to be AI's talking to each other. What the fuck are we aiming for? You know what? If this eliminates office work in total, I think that would save humanity. Fuck it, right? Let's just let our brains turn into fucking mashed potatoes. If people don't have to sit in cubicles, if you don't have to deal with Zoom meetings anymore, if you don't have to fucking talk to people, you don't want to talk to people, just burn it all. What's the point of us working with our own brains? What's the fucking point? Eventually, AI's abilities and office implementations improve. Everyone will have the equivalent to their own virtual, virtual personal assistant that would make them work more efficiently. Uh, advances in AI will enable the creation of a personal agent. Think of it as a digital personal assistant. It will see your emails, know about the meetings you attend, read what you read, and read the things that you don't want to bother with. It's going to be you, but on crack. This will both improve your work on task, uh, the tasks you want to do, and free you from the ones that you don't want to do, he wrote. But wh- where does it end? Wh- why then would you need the worker? AI was used to improve workplace efficiency long before chat GBT hit the scene. Four-year companies have tapped AI for data analysis, automating repetitive processes, and updating old files and records, but most of its practical history, AI has largely operated behind the scenes with technology being used in office apps, Google and Microsoft, both refining AI-assisted chatbots that can accomplish complex tasks in a matter of seconds. Artificial intelligence is poised to become much, a much larger part of the working life. I'm getting back to apathy, ladies and gentlemen, because this is fucking depressing. I have worked uh, you know, in software for a while and... I used to work right before the pandemic, right before I got laid off, um, beginning of the pandemic, I worked for this company called MindBody and they were, uh, I hope, can I say that? Um, yeah, I worked for these guys, MindBody, great company. And they had this virtual assistant tool that was creepy. And I know the shit has advanced since then, but it was like my first intro into the Armageddon because it was like an add on feature. Um, basically what they sold was software to help people who had small businesses, one or two brick and mortar locations in the niche field of fitness, health, yoga, um, you know, health foods and all that shit. Right. So there was a whole package to help them, um, run the business back of the business and then even provide them with some add-ons that, and one of those add-ons was a virtual assistant where you would call. And typically, if you ran a salon or a small gym and you called, there would be some annoyed 23-year-old who is hungover from doing a lot of cocaine. 
the night previous and you have to make your, your scheduled appointment with that individual and they're a cunt. And now you don't have to deal with that. You don't have to deal with the grogginess of a hungover youth in their young 20s, early 20s. You can call in and it's an artificial intelligence voice. And that's pretty fucking creepy. When I first experienced that, it was just so realistic. It was so realistic. Like they just, it's the nuance of human communication that bothers me. It is the nuance. It is the pauses and the, you know, uh, the cadence of speech, tonality, all of those things are just, they were way too advanced in 2020. It's just getting worse. Have you seen some of these fucking deep fake videos? It's scary as fuck. It's scary as fuck. It makes you think, is Joe Biden really on TV? <laughs> Next motherfucking presidential, uh, you know, national, whatever the fuck he does when he goes up there and he stutters, he stops stuttering. And so what I think is going on is they're just using deep fakes, that it's not actually Joe Biden, that there is somebody who has a competent working brain. And the only time we see an actual Joe Biden is when he's tripping down a staircase or when he's like, you know, he looks lost in the middle of a great lawn somewhere. Though that's really Joe. But when <laughs> when we see him, you know, talking about I can't even lie. That is Joe, too, because his answers are just fucking... It's, his brain is deteriorating. But it is the potential for our, even our world leader to just be a deep fake. The technology is there, ladies and gentlemen. You don't know what is real. You don't know what is not real. Everybody's cloned. You understand what I'm doing? I'm fear-mongering. I'm trying to get everybody excited because I told you we can switch it around. The world is ending. I started out the podcast apathetic, bored, not a lot of motherfucking enthusiasm, and now I'm telling you... It's all over. I don't care what you do. You can be replaced. I don't care how good you are at your job. You can be replaced. And I'm not talking about by a 22-year-old recent college graduate, the boss's nephew, who they know they can hire him to do your job and pay him half your fucking wage. That's not the only thing you got to worry about anymore. You got to worry about the machines, the rise of the goddamn machines. I was just watching a movie on Amazon Prime. Starring Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas is amazing actor, incredible actor. I'm not just saying that because he's a Spaniard. You know what I'm saying? Ride or die for the mother nation that raped my ancestors. I'm not just saying that. He's, he's an incredible act, actor. And he was in this movie. And the movie was like, eh. But the premise was interesting. He's basically like an insurance point of contact. And he goes and... um. It's the future is 2060 or whatever the fuck. And everybody has a robot. I guess there's this big company that monopolized the market of creating robots, you know, straight to consumer robots, robots that live in the home with you and they help you with your choice. Very similar to what Bill Gates is pitching from a work standpoint. But this is from like a, a physical standpoint, like, you know, doing chores, raising your kids, blah, 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 blah. And in the movie... Um, Antonio Banderas, basically his job is to go and deal with like insurance claims. Like if the robot broke down and somebody just bought the, the robot's brand new, it's a two-year-old robot, the robot shouldn't be breaking down, the robot's part shouldn't be falling off. Antonio Banderas goes there and like the piece of shit that insurance claim um, agents are, he goes there and he very masterfully... Uh, makes it seem like it's always the customer's fault. 
so that the company doesn't have to pay for it. And um, the robots started killing people. And this is what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. I just think to consider this, to have a broader conversation about this is important. And it's just for fucking shits and giggles. You could be apathetic. You could just not care. You could be a logical human being and understand that what's going to happen is going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. Or you can engage in an enthusiastic life and try to, you know, fight the power. Fight the power. Fight the power and um, start having open discussions about how dangerous artificial intelligence is, how this is going to atrophy all the muscles of human critical thought and self-sufficiency going forward in the future, how it is going to uh, breed a new form of sentient artificial intelligence that will surely distinguish distinguish us, uh, extinguish us because human beings are just getting stupider. And artificial intelligence is just getting smarter. Does anybody understand what the fuck is going on? It's like a new animal. You know, we we think about this all the time. When I was young, the big scientific breakthroughs were not, you know, some guy in Silicon Valley with Jordache jeans and dad shoes, right? It wasn't somebody come out with a new iPhone or a fucking computer. It was paleontologists. Digging up dinosaur bones. That's how fucking old I am. You must be a fucking ancient. Um, when You know, 90s, early 2000s, that's all I saw growing up. It was like dinosaur shit. Nobody talks about dinosaurs. Nobody gives a fuck about dinosaurs anymore. The hot thing when I was a kid was fucking dinosaurs. And if we didn't learn anything from digging up all them goddamn dino bones, once upon a time, the earth was over infested with giant fucking lizards. Not here anymore. What makes us feel so safe? What makes us feel so fucking confident? Is it that we all have this thing inside of us where we, you know, whether it's in our head or it's in fucking public, like this poor woman I fucking saw earlier, we look up to the sky and we mouth words and we pray to whatever deity. Is that the, the egotistical, delusional sense of confidence that we have that we can't create something that takes us out I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Did I excite you? I was just trying to practice the art of starting in one place and ending in another. Hopefully it fucking worked, right? I started off apathetic, unenthusiastic, and bored. And now I sound like I took some Adderall. Is it, is it possible for you? Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a state of mind. Just a state of motherfucking mind. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and I'm going to go in my fridge. And I'm going to grab a can and I'm going to crack that bitch open. And I'm going to chug as quickly as I fucking humanly possibly can. I'm going to chug a whole Perrier sparkling lime water. And I'm going to lay my ass down and curl into the fetal position. And I'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, because I love doing this and I love you and you love me. If you continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go onto my Instagram, like the post, like the reels. Until next time.